Welcome to the Littler CPRA podcast, helping you better understand the impact of the California Privacy Rights Act on employers. Welcome, everybody, to our podcast series focused on the California Privacy Rights Act, or CPRA. My name is Philip Gordon. I'm a shareholder in Littler's Denver office, and I co-chair the firm's Privacy and Background Checks Practice Group. I'm joined today by my fellow shareholders, Zoe Argento, also from Littler's Denver office, and Kwabana Apentang from our Chicago office. So I'm going to talk about the issue of data retention. The CPRA now requires employers to follow a purge rule. CPRA puts the onus on employers to destroy data when the purpose for collecting that data has expired. Hey, excuse me, Kwabana, let me, let me just ask you a question right there. Uh, That seems very abstract. How are line employees supposed to know when the purpose for collecting data has expired and now they have to delete information? It's a great question, Phil. Employers are going to need to create retention schedules. And I say schedules because it's likely to be more than one schedule that will need to be created. This will likely need or require an enterprise-wide effort with numerous stakeholders. Unfortunately, as counts outside counsel, we like to be able to give you the answers, but here there really isn't a one-size-fits-all solution. But here are some considerations when creating those retention schedules. The first is to look at your existing document retention schedules. It may be such that for some categories of data, your existing document retention schedule will continue to work. But when you bear in mind the data breach exposure or risk that Phil spoke about earlier, and this new category of sensitive personal information, it may be the case that certain categories of personal information that your company is collecting may need to be restricted and made much shorter. Bear in mind legal requirements as well. Litigation holds, statute of limitations periods, these should factor into the retention schedule that you develop for your workforce. You also want to consider the vendors or service providers that are commonly used now to store data on behalf of a company. You want to develop a workflow process, as I referred to earlier, that this vendor is required to comply with, or that people on your side are required to comply with, for notifying the vendor that data should be deleted. And finally, give some some thought to data breach risk. So, Kwamina, sorry, again, let me interrupt you there, because I know we've we've talked about data breach a couple times, but how does data breach risk tie in with document retention schedules? Well, Phil, the longer the data is held, the greater the chance of a company suffering a data breach that involves that data. Questions are likely to be asked in this area with this data retention schedule obligation. If a company does suffer a security incident and it has old data that's involved in that security incident, questions are either going to be asked by consumers or worse by regulators as to why the company had that data hanging around essentially in its systems that was subsequently obtained by bad actors. So it really is something for employers to think about when creating their document retention schedules here. That concludes today's episode. Please join us again on our next podcast in this series as we continue to discuss the CPRA. Thanks for listening. The purpose of this program is to provide helpful information for employers addressing the latest developments in labor and employment relations. It is not a substitute for experienced legal counsel and does not provide legal advice or attempt to address the numerous factual issues that arise in any employment-related issue. 
to discover other labor and employment podcast series from Littler, the largest global employment and labor law practice. Visit littler.com slash podcasts.